Hello, this is David Spreads the Joy, and um, I've got the builders in saying you have to excuse the old knock, 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 come in. <laughs> They're repairing the roof because uh, the guy below me is, well, I say below, he's not directly below me, he's sort of like further out to the back where my window looks out. He's uh, he's directly below the window, so there's a little slanting roof at the side of my window. So there, I'm gonna go at that, and that's why you can hear knock knock knock. Who's there? And all that old chestnut. So I I can't remember. Uh, no, I, it was either the last one. It, I hope it wasn't the drunk one. I do hope it wasn't that. The last podcast, I was going to read you a poem about Preston Park in Brighton because of the association with uh, with Marianne, uh, who was uh, she was uh, my first picture. I don't know how to put that. Really, tender vessels. I keep trying. I keep trying stationary. Okay, so I'm I'm just going to read poems from Reckless Paper Birds by John McCulloch, which is a poetry book that I take with me when I when I go on public transport, and I thought I'd, I thought I'd lost. <laughs> like, oh no, I'm going to pay. Gonna pay for <laughs> lost library book. Oh no. Maybe never so skin. And then I found it. It was in it was underneath some dirty washing. So there you go. Always recycle. And always do your washing. That's what I say. What have I done with that? Oh there it is, okay. Just stirring my tea. And putting on my lid. Describing mundane things to you. I apologise. Okay. Reckless Paper Birds. A collection of poems by John McCulloch. The zigzag path. The day connives and you think you cannot live here. In your body, alone. And rushing forward all the time. Like a silky river. All you wanted was to find a home beside the souls of white roses and hurt no one. But the light keeps shifting. An invisible broom keeps flicking you out from cover. You roll up as each destination, at each destination, with a different face. As wrong as the peach tree in Preston Park, hung with trainers. A museum of tongues, the day connives, but this dirt is proof of trying. The chalk path you never longed for, zigzags through cowslips, no one asked to fall. In the park, a robin has built its nest inside a Reebok. The shoe's throat, packed with moss in a crooked whisper of grass, it says, I can. I can. 
I can. Yeah, I couldn't, could I? No, Marianne. <laughs> uh, so there you are, there's a reference to Preston Park. So I'm assuming John McCulloch used to live in Brighton. There's no other Preston Park that I know of. Let's, let's read his obit at the back, or bio at the back. Obit, it's not dead. John McCulloch's first collection of poems, The Frost Fairs, won the Polari First Book Prize and was a book of the year for The Independent. Okay. As well as a summer read in The Observer. His most recent collection, Spacecraft, penned in the margins, 2016, was named one of The Guardian's best books for summer and shortlisted for, oh, shortlisted for the Ledbury Forte Poetry Prize. He teaches creative writing at the Open University and the University of Brighton. There you go. Okay, Mr. Zigzag. Moving right along. Flock of paper birds. I needed the god of my childhood to be useful, so I folded him, shaped his pages into wings. Cranes at first, then more challenging roosters, swallows, owls. I pinched edges, split causes, to make word plumage. I fractured Levitius with pleats. Is that, is that a book in the Bible, Levitius? I don't know. I fractured Levitius with pleats. Now toucans mount doves on the kitchen counter, near an unholy pile of geese, cloakers, gaping, Beaks jabbing everywhere. Birds plummet from shelves without bothering to flap. Remember nothing. Ink blurs. Feathers yellow. They drown in baths. Or baths, as my mum would say. <laughs> drown in baths. e bagum. Rip luridly. Turn up mangled in the hallway. Footprints across their necks. Mostly they're individuals. Smoothly indifferent to each other's face. Though, now and then, some prop up neighbours. If they topple, then they topple apple. <laughs> and when I lie with a visitor beneath my quilt, incubating his glorious buttocks, the flock discover their throats and sing together, while I guide my tongue along warm creases and a tight sheet of his body unfolds. Okay, I get it. Uh, I apologise for the added uh, toffee apple. <laughs> I couldn't help it. <laughs> I'm a bit naughty that way. And here we go with a third poem from Mr. John McCook. He was well thought of in the Independent. <sighs> so he should be. Tender Vessels. I keep trying to slip away through the crowd, but history won't take its mouth off my body. What was exacted on someone else's softness, his cuttable flesh, is always about to happen here. The vague kinship which exists between tender men, glowing with thrust and thirst, starts in awareness of this. 
How we're unstitched by tongue prints, resurrections. Standing in the street, party one pride. I saw a figure stomp through, fist raised and strike three boys. They dropped to the ground, clutching their heads. I witnessed everything, squeezed a stranger's soldier, shoulder. Then, fifteen minutes on, my body was distracted utterly by the smell of oranges. That'd be nil then. The unspeakable scrapes, a fingernail across my neck, but I can only concentrate so long before I wind up decanting myself into the nearest fizzing light. Instagram. House music. It's like those inventors who tried to devise a spray-on cast for broken bones, creating silly string. But there are remedies, worse than squirting metres of sticky mayhem across a jubilant face, outcomes bleaker than attempting, despite the scissors, to inhabit this, 30, this 21st century skin. I live in a dream of plummeting from the earth's tallest building without ever having felt more beautiful. Because I'm not the only one falling. I'm in a crowd, a loose democracy of dissent, philosophy, velocity, with its hands all over our bodies but not enough to stop us gossiping and blowing kisses as we speed through the air together, reckless paper birds. They will find us with our beaks wide open. And there's the title of the book, Reckless Paper Birds. Okay. Hmm. Not sure how I feel about John McCulloch. This one's called Stationery, which is, uh, <laughs> we'll see what this is about. September is going all out to ease us in. A clouded sky is a whiteboard for helpful diagrams. First cool air as welcome as your hand inside my jeans. Mm -hmm. Autumn zips round with its orange highlighter. And you, provide, and you provide nifty shocks and marshmallows, leaving pornographic post-its that ask me to rendezvous. Please, for hot chocolate. I am the type of man who likes unnecessary displays of manners, who appreciates thank you cards, warning signs, a forest of regretful notices for building works. I admire rows of gling clothes that... Cl Okay, I admire rows of gink goes that lose all their foliage in one drop to form a yellow brick road. I am a desperate lion today, stalking the scarecrow. I chew burrows, glimpse at my watch too often. I was so afraid of being late to see you once, I turned up six days early. Love is horrific like that. First, it's a rabbit, then a duck, and it's a ravenous one-eyed sock puppet. Or even puppet. But the rest is yoghurt adverts, and you fasten my thoughts with the most beautiful paper clips, even the filthy ones, like the time I saw a grove of ripening chilli plants become a rainbow of penis trees. Do you wish to continue? 
it says here in italics. <laughs> Tempted not to. But I shall, I shall shoulder on, as they say. Do you wish to continue? Says the voice of the self-service checkout. Yes, yes, I do. Between the shops, the sea snuggles under its blue leaves. The clock tower waits patiently for Christmas. A familiar figure below, below it, waggling his arms to lure me over, succeeding. Your skillful face punches a giant hole in the day, and I jump through it. Hmm. Okay. Your skillful face punches a giant hole in the day. Giant hole in the bloody roof. But these guys don't know what they're doing. No, they don't. I wish they'd fuck off. Go away. <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to do a bit good. <laughs> In my own ropey manner. <laughs> oh, I've had enough of this. I'll read something else. What else do you want to read? Here we go. I'm going to read you uh, the Metro. Today's Metro. Suits you, Sulu. Here's one title that they can't take away. Hamilton knighted by Charles. Woohoo! Here we go. Lewis Hamilton has been knighted in recognition of a glittering F1 career. He was robbed, mate. I watched it live on Channel 4. He was fucking robbed. Anyway, what are you going to do? <laughs> Days after... Ah, here we go. Days after he controversially lost out on a record eighth world title... The motoring superstar, dubbed a knight by the Prince of Wales. Oh, dubbed a knight by the Prince I misread that. Dubbed a knight by the Prince of Wales at Windsor Castle yesterday. Declined to speak to reporters afterwards. But posed for photos outside with his mother, Carmen Lockhart. Good for him. It's a nice photo of him waffling the old Charlie boy. What the, he looks, well, they're the same size, because Lewis Hamilton's not that tall. Most racing drivers aren't that tall. So Charlie Boy can't be that tall either. Anyway, getting back to this. Con uh, congratulated on his honour, Sir Lewis, 36, simply said thank you. The investiture comes after the Mercedes racer was pipped to the post of this year's F1 title by Red Bull's Max Verstappen. At the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix. Uh -huh. yeah. Okay, I'm not going to comment on that. So, so Lewis led for much of the race, but was overtaken on the final lap after another driver crashed, and the race was restarted following a late safety car. Critics, me included in this, right, <laughs> accused organisers of breaking their own rules on overtaking following such incidents in order to increase the drama by having a winner-takes-all final lap. Mercedes, which has already had one request to overthrow the result rejected, intends to appeal. So Lewis is the fourth F1 driver to be knighted. I didn't know that. After, uh, who else has been knighted? After Sir Jack Brabham, Sir Sterling Moss, Sir and Sir Jackie Stewart, and the first to be still competing. 
He was recognised in the New Year's Honours list following a record-breaking year in which he eclipsed Michael Schumacher's all-time victory tally and emulated the German by winning the seventh world title. Despite being one of the UK's most successful sportsmen, Sir Lewis, twice voted BBC Sports Personality of the Year, had previously been overlooked. His honour was on the diplomatic and overseas list as he lives in Monaco. I wonder why. I know why. It's a tax thing. What's this? Katie Price. Oh, man. Katie Price is in the news. This was a woman who she used to have a different name. She was like a Middle East country. Um, uh, oh, no, uh, Jordan. She used to be called Jordan. And she's a very visual lady. Had uh, rather large visuals. Let's put it that way. And um, I'm not quite sure how she made her money, really. She's very clever, very businesslike. I do know, because my sister has keeps horses, I do know she's a horse lover. She uh, goes horse riding a lot. There you go. What's she in the paper for? Here's the headline. Katie avoids jail. Model told she's lucky as she walks free from court ah, over drink drive crash. Oh, that explains the photo. There's a bent up, um, looks like a Range Rover from here. Bent up Range Rover, halfway in a field, you know, halfway lying in a road, and like a you know farmer's field, and some kind of fireman using a angle, what looks like an angle grinder on it. So there you go. Katie Price was branded the worst. <laughs> I shall start again. Katie Price was branded. The worst driver I've ever seen by a judge <laughs> yesterday as she was spared prison for crashing her BMW while drunk on vodka and high on cocaine. Rock and roll. <laughs> All right, Katie. What Katie did next? She got nicked, that's what, that's what she did next. <laughs> she trashed her motor, that's what she did next. Uh, the former model, 43, um, deserved... Ooh, the former model, 43, deserved to spend Christmas behind bars, <laughs> but was instead handed a 16-week suspended term because she got treatment at the Priory Clinic. OK. Price was almost double the drink drive limit and already banned when she overturned her car near Partridge Green, West Sussex, in September. District Judge Amanda Kelly told the star, whose fiancé, Carl Woods, 32, was at the hearing, an earlier court decision meant she would not go to jail if she attended rehab. Your actions on that night were incredibly selfish, the judge said. The public would be right to be appalled that I am not able to send you to prison today. <laughs> However, when someone has complied with a deferred sentence, which you have, you have a legitimate expectation that you will not be sent to prison. You are extremely lucky. Hmm. Okay. After the crash, Price of Horsham said she was going to my friend's house. 
I took drugs. I should not be driving. She tests. I don't. That doesn't make sense. Said she was going to my friend's house. I took drugs. I should not be driving. She tested positive for cocaine. Had a drug driving charge was dropped. Oh, but a drug driving charge was dropped by prosecutors in light of her guilty plea to drink driving. Oh, so they can charge you with one but not the other. It's one or the other, I guess. Is that right? Seems weird. Why wouldn't they charge you with both? After she admitted the charges in September, Crawley magistrates bailed her on the condition she attended the celebrity clinic in Roehampton, southwest London. Her lawyer, Joe Harrington, said she admits she has done wrong. She has complied with the regime at Priory. She has five children, and it is fair to say she has been the most consistent person in her eldest son Harvey's life. Ah, uh, yeah, because uh, this is the footballer's Ashley Cole's boy as well, isn't it? A 19 year old has a number of complex self conditions. He's also blind, isn't he? Poor kid. Price, who reportedly had a boob job. Oh, here we go. <laughs> they gotta, they got to make a reference to her previous life, I guess. Price, who reportedly had a boob job at a clinic in Belgium last week, must also complete 100 hours of unpaid work and 20 rehabilitation, rehabilitation days and pay 213 quid in costs. The hearing was told she already owes the court 7,358 7, quid. Uh, okay, dodged a bullet there, mate. Don't, <laughs> didn't stop getting that boob job, did it? It's <laughs> uh, a way to make money, I guess. Business Bites. British Airways owner LAG has scrapped its plan, planned 420 million takeover of Air Europa. The European Commission probe had begun in June over fears the buyout of the Spanish airline would reduce competition. Well... <coughs> Uh, this paper is pretty boring. Party politics. Oh, the Tory fucking party. I don't want to read that. It's boring. Uh, oh, I can't. Oh, I can't read the child thing. Oh, it's horrible. story. Hmm. Here we go. This is... Uh, <laughs> Uh, thugs invade gardens to hurl drugs into jail yard. Target inside HMP Chelmsford. Yobs are breaking into back gardens beside the jail to throw illegal drugs to inmates over a 20-foot security wall. Masked thugs have been filmed hurling tube-shaped packages, which can be hidden internally, <laughs> ooh, painful, into a recreation area at HMP Chelmsford. One mum of three who caught some of them jumping her gate and fence to throw drugs from her garden said, you just don't feel safe in your own house. The 42-year-old said police arrived too late to catch the invaders who have also used a primary school. 
A neighbour was seen punching one. <laughs> Have a go. A neighbour was seen punching one and chasing him away with a knife. <laughs> Mo, it's Mo from The Simpsons. <laughs> uh, gang members are texting convicts inside the Category B jail in Essex to arrange pickups. Police arrested three suspects earlier this year. While the Ministry of Justice said it has put in place extra perimeter patrols. These of you in the villagers' festive cheer by making off with its Christmas tree and decorations, all paid for by fundraisers. Claire Boggia, oh, that's a funny name, Claire Boggia of Graveney. W.I. in Kent said, It's selfish and mean-spirited. Yes, it is. You're right, dear. It is selfish. <coughs> um, guilty Pleasures. Tom Stitchbury's Guilty Pleasures. T uh, tire, I don't know. After it, oh, famous people today, they've either got really bollocky names or... <coughs> Oh, I've never bloody heard of them. Like this person, Tayaka, look at me, Rita Ad's premier glam. No doubt about it, hot right now, singer Rita has a furora factor. Oh, my God. Ah, Rita Rora, OK. <laughs> where's where's Tayaka coming from then? Uh, Rita turned up... Is that her nickname, Rita? OK, Rita turned up the heat had a film premiere in Australia when she wore a backless black mini-dress with matching sunnies, well, sunglasses to p people like me. Also in shades was a 31-year-old director boyfriend. Ah, Taika Waititi. Waititi. Is he a Maori or something? 36. They were in, well, they are in Sydney. They were in Sydney for the launch of Being the Rich Ricardos, written and directed by Aaron Sorkin. Isn't that the guy who wrote West Wing? Aaron Sorkin? I'm pretty sure it is. <coughs> Very prolific career. Fittingly, the film starring Nicole Kidman and Javier Bardem. Is about another showbiz power couple, Lucille Ball and Desi Arnaz, whose TV heyday was in the 50s. Nicole, 54, was at the screening with her real-life husband, country star Keith Urban. <laughs> Not Keith Country, Keith Urban. Country star. Hmm, OK. Keith Urban, yes. Also 54, so that's nice. Rita and Teika... <laughs> who directed 2017's for Ragnar, Ragnarok, Ragnarok, was, I believe, to have started dating in March, full ground, before going red carpet official in August. Oh, what a bother reading that. Blimey. Chef Brooklyn's back on the lips. Oh, I don't care about. Oh, Brit here's a Britney story. Britney Spears. Tots, T-O-T-S, Tots, Ick, <laughs> is a baby next to, <laughs> on the, 
on the gender for on the gender for Britney. Britney Spears kept fans guessing with a cryptic post hinting at the arrival of a new addition to the family. Brit, 40, shared an Instagram clip of herself back to the camera, arms in a cradling position holding a baby's bottle. Guess if it's a boy or a girl, she teased. The singer, already a mum of two, has made no secret of a desire to start a family with fiancé Sam Ashigari, who is 27 years old. Since being released from her conservatorship, baby one more time, we shall see. <laughs> uh, who writes this stuff? Oh, Kenu Reeves needed a break of speed. Kenu Reeves has told why he didn't want to make waves by coming back as Jack Trevon in the Speed sequel. I didn't respond to the script. I wanted to work with Sandra Bullock and I love Speed, but an ocean liner? He said... I saw that, that was on the, that was on Graham Norton thing, the other night, uh, Friday night. Who's this, Joanne? There's a woman in the paper, her name is Joanne Clifton, she's a spitting image of one of them call girls. Remember the calls? Uh, we will run away with you, whatever, whatever that was. Uh, Irish group, three girls and a bloke. He was, a fellow was on the guitar and the girls... They had a drummer, pretty good female drummer, a uh, girl on the old uh, fiddle, violin, and Andrea, I want to say. Andrea Cool, is that her name? Who's the main lead singer? There's a woman in this paper who's a spitting image of her, but it's not. Her, this woman's name is Joanne Clifton, and apparently she's an ex Strictly dancer. And actor. Okay. I'm good Just a little curiosity. <coughs> Furious athlete pins drink woe on X Gen. Hey, hang about. I like Jennifer Garner. Let me have a read of this. Hey, Alias was a great little box set. <laughs> I love that stuff. Jennifer Garner. Yeah, what's this? What's this? There we go. Reformed alcoholic Ben Affleck is facing a huge backlash after claiming he would probably still be boozing if he had not split from Jennifer Garner. The Gone Girl actor told US radio host Howard Stern he was driven to drink in his decade-long marriage to the alias actress, during which they had three children. Discussing the likely outcome had they stayed together, he said, we probably would have ended up at each other's throats. I probably still would have been drinking. Part of why I started drinking was because I was trapped, Affleck said. He felt he, he must stay because of the children, but would think, I'm not happy, what do I do? He added, what I did was drink a bottle of scotch and fall asleep on the couch. A Twitter user responded, You blame your ex-wife for drinking. You were a drunk before you married her. Another told him, Speaking poorly about the mother of your children pretty much makes you a terrible father and a total D star 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 head. 
Who are codenamed me. Affleck and Garner Pitchett. And very nice she looks too. Both 49, separated in 2015. He has since rekindled his Benefer pairing with former fiance Jennifer Lopez, 52, who he split from in 2004. Asked if he had doubts over their reunion, he said, It crossed my mind. I don't want to do anything that is painful to my children. Well, I've never been a fan of Affleck. I always thought he was a bit bollocky. He's a bit up his own bum in no goodwill hunting. The only thing I've ever seen him in that I enjoyed was when he did when he was like that CIA guy and he had to get those people out of Iran. What was that? Argon, 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 Argo, Argo. I think it's called. Good film. That's a good film. Good storyline. And he was believable. And he was believable as the, uh, you know, CIA man on the man on the spot. Because you know, you you'd imagine CIA types to be like Ben Affleck. You know. A bit up their own bums, self-important and all that. I saw an interview with Ben Affleck. With he got into a very heated debate with Bill Maver. Now Bill Maver is uh, one of these. Uh, he does an hourly show on HBO, real time with Bill Maver, and uh, you can see him on YouTube. His stuff is on YouTube, so check that out if you want to. I would if I were you, uh, and Ben Affleck was there and he was, he just wouldn't fucking shut up about, what was it he was banging on about? It's like, uh, oh, all Muslims are of, the, are of the same mind or something like that. And he just, he couldn't see like a, you know, it's like his viewpoint was it's either black or it's either white. There's no, you know, there are no merging colours here. And Bill Mavis saying, no, no, you, you're, you're not listening to the argument. <laughs> and Ben Affleck wouldn't shut up. <laughs> he ended up getting quite angry. Oh, there's a former alcoholic for you. Anger issues. Yes, everyone's wrong except me. I'm the only right guy here. Who the fuck's Sam Fender? Oh, he's a musician, okay. I never heard of you, mate. But then I'm old school. I like uh, Cocteau Twins and all about Eve and, um, oh, I don't know, Kate Bush and uh, Whisper It, Whitesnake. <laughs> I used to when I was a teenager. <laughs> when I had long hair and said things like, hey, man, got any drugs? <laughs> all right. I think I'm about done with this paper. It's just football pages now. Yes, it's a bubble that. I'll read you um, one of my poems. Let's dig one of my poems out. How's that? And then I'll do other things, I guess. So here we go. So look what we got here. <coughs> All right, I wrote this. Um, well, I wrote this just uh, two days ago. It doesn't have a title, so I'll just read it to you. 
wander with them to the sea, from their marshland, all the red, for all the blue, let us swim. What will you swim for? Music was my first love, to live, to play my blues away, and the wood, the tree so light and forgiving. Come, sister, let us hymn. <laughs> that needs work, working on. But um, the reason I've put Come, sister, let us hymn is uh, me and my sister used to go to Sunday school when we were kids, and I'm off to see her in a couple of days' time and uh, spend some Christmas time with her. So I'm look, very much looking forward to because I love my sister very much and she and she does me too. She loves me too. So it's always good to get together with family at these times, these trying times, because um, the news isn't good, is it? With this latest Omnicron thing, it's not... Uh, We've got to, you know, we've all got to buckle up and, you know, ride this baby out. Okay, take good care of yourselves. Merry Christmas and look after yourselves and uh, I'll see you anon, as they say. Ta-ta.